You are listening to Hope Alive, streaming live from Hope Restoration Ministries, Kempton Park, South Africa. Uh, we have been saying that on the second hour, we're going to be having a guest. She is here in the studio, looking all pretty, looking all settled. She's excited to be here as well. Um, her name is Pokamo, so Latahomo. And she is a beautiful young lady. So, yeah, I can imagine when the time comes, when the right time comes, Ugut Ayolo Cholo, I'll be like, yeah, Latahomo, babe, Latahomo. Pokamo, so Welcome to the Drive Squad. This is the squad. We are excited to have you this afternoon. Good afternoon. Afternoon, afternoon. How are you guys? Oh, man. We are fine. We are fantastic. We are happy to have you. So just a brief... uh, brief highlights on who Pokamoso is, but most uh, will be asking her about herself. I just want to give you a highlight of who she is. Remember, if you want to engage with us, uh, send her questions on what she'll be talking about. Uh, the number is 067-153-1089. Please show her some love. Show her you know, some support that she is here in the studio and is going to enlighten us with the things, with the dream that she's pursuing pursuing all the way in the USA, not United States of South Africa, United States of America. She's an 18-year-old girl who's been given an opportunity to pursue her love for the arts, and and that includes dancing, um, acting, and modeling in the United States. Pokamoso Pokamoso found herself starting off in her former dance studio, and uh, she's going to be talking the name of the studio when it started and later on her passion gradually becomes a lifestyle and a routine and she makes it her main priority outside school that later on she found herself as the dancer and an actress who received um the final yes yes is actually the organization i suppose y-e-s Oh, the final, yeah, boy, yes, okay, <laughs> that granted her um, the the permission to go into the IMTA convention that was uh, that is in two, 20, 2022 this year in the New York City. Um, did she know that the AMDA was the audience ready to receive um, the scholarships to the artists to attend training? Um, and everything else that uh, has made her to be relocating um, to the United States of America. Wow, beautiful. So the latest trend, the latest dance that has been happening in the social media, uh, land, you know. <laughs> so I'm just imagining, what to just buy me a dance when I girl, you got a flight ticket to be relocating and leaving Afri- uh, Africa and you are going into the European countries with just a dance, a dancing gym. But before we dive into the, um, the, your, your, your career and your scholarship and how it opened doors, uh, please tell us who you are, what you love, who is Bokamo, so besides the, the dancing um, passion that we're going to be talking about deeply later in the interview. Yes, um, firstly, I'd just like to thank you all for uh, inviting me here. And um, briefly, Bokam Solata Homo is firstly a 17-year-old 
Oh, you're 17 year old. 18 year old. <laughs> I'm so used to saying 17. I don't want to grow. <laughs> you <laughs> have to, child. <laughs> an 18 year old. It is a trap. <laughs> yeah, no, it is a trap. But an 18 year old um, child uh, of the Most High God, number one, and uh, the daughter of Mpola Tahomo. I. Yeah, so basically, what I love, yes, I know you said outside of dance, but it has always been my thing you know from family gatherings uh i've always been the extra one in the family let <laughs> music play let trompies play mm. let uh tear gas play i was there i was on it and um from there on i just became this outgoing outspoken person um i love politics uh mm-hmm. it's actually something i'd like to study later in life um i i enjoy speaking about the current times current affairs and fighting for the youth, young people, young females and males. Um, mm. That is me. I've always been a person who speaks publicly and I've always enjoyed um, just being around people. I'm not an introvert, I'm an extrovert. So mm-hmm. speaking my truth, speaking other people's truth, inspiring others and just building each other up as young people it has always been something that I enjoy doing from a young age. So yeah, in a nutshell, that is that is me and my favorite color is blue. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. And when did you realize that you actually, yes, I see, um, you said when you were growing up in the family gatherings, your parents didn't say, what's up, Jai Vela, I'm a visitor. You were that girl who's already there. No, and your mother definitely. would be like, away, away. But when did you realize that, okay, this is what I love. I would like to actually know when you are still young, it's either you, you find yourself good at sports mm. or you find yourself good at academics. When are you just like short left? I'm going to dancing. Hi, what's a short left? <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically, it started when, honestly, our brief story is that when I was in grade two, mm-hmm. uh, I went to. Um, um, the dance studio that was in my school environment. Mm-hmm. So they train there, but it is actually outside of school and outside school curriculum. Um, and so I just went there for two months mm. without my mom knowing. <laughs> and then Ibil, <laughs> like, uh, Hello, hi, you know, uh, your daughter um, has been training with us for two months, so mm. you need to pay 4,000 Rand. Mm. And my mom was so shocked. She's confused as in, what do you mean training with you guys? I mm. did not know anything about it. Yes, I fetch her at around four o'clock, but I didn't know that straight after class, she ran to the <laughs> studio. And so from then on, I mean, it, it was a thing where in, in the classroom, I wasn't really finding my way. I was still kind of like just an average child, 60s, 70s. But the moment I started dancing, the moment my mom actually put me in the program of uh, dancing and I became a top 10 child. Um, I became so good, um, you know, in uh, the classroom, outside of the classroom. I loved sports. I played tennis, netball, swimming. Um, You know, I was always a sporty person, even soccer. But I had to sacrifice all those sports for dancing because I realized that is my first love. Mm. That is the thing that keeps me going. Mm. And from then on, then growing up, I then started to embark in training. And then the opportunity of, you know, dancing at big competitions like Battle of the Giants here in South Africa, hosted at Sun City, you wow. know, um, started becoming a regular thing. I would, you know, dance with the uh, likes of Losha Cooper, um, mm. you know, etc. So it became a really a thing for me, and I enjoyed it from then on, and I never stopped and I never looked back. 
Wow, beautiful. Yeah. And I believe you come from a very strong um, Christian family, yes. of which the parents are pastors as well. Uh, no. They are in the ministry, <laughs> but yeah, they. How was it um, being uh, coming to your family and telling them, okay, Ma, I've been doing this uh, dance classes for the past two months, you said, yeah. and uh, I love this. This is my passion. I mean, as a young child, and um, I, I believe most parents would be like, hey, hey, we're pushing academics, dancing of all the things. Can it be? Can it not be a sport? Yeah, not dancing. How did you uh, find the balance to convince your parents to hundred percent support you in this uh, passion that you had? So uh, to correct, I'm not. I wasn't raised by pastors. Okay. Uh, my mom is a deaconess, mm-hmm. uh, and my father is just an amazing man. Hey, <laughs> amazing! I love that. Dad is listening. I Did love you that. Say? <laughs> All right. No, amazing, amazing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, um, with that being said, my mom used to be a ballroom and Latin dancer. Mm. My mom was in the arts. My uncle was in the art. My dad, my dad's musicality is ridiculous. Mm. You know, music, I get it from him. Wow. Um, you know, my my uncles were DJs. So it it wasn't a shock when I came and I was just like, and I didn't have to actually say anything to my parents. Mm. Uh, my dad always knew I was very outspoken. My mom always knew I was very outspoken. So when they just saw me dancing and my mom saw it happen, it wasn't like, let's sit down and talk about this. It mm. was, um, okay, uh, you're doing this. We're doing this, I guess, mm. because you're doing this. And my mom always made sure she supported me. In fact, she just made a deal. She never said much about it. She said, you're about to dance. You're going to go and dance and mm. do this training. But if your marks drop, we're out. Okay. And so for me, it was like, huh, marks? Uh, I don't care, you mm-hmm. know? Uh, it's not that deep. But I guess I never had to think too much about my marks because it was so effortless with the dancing. Mm. I had rhythm mm. already because of dancing. It took out so much of me. It made me confident, you know, in, in who I am. And it became part of my identity as a person. Mm. So when it was that deal, I was like, I got this. Wow. I know that if I finish training at 9 o'clock, because those are the times. We'll start mm. at 7 a.m. in the morning mm-hmm. and finish at like 9 o'clock at night. Mm. And I know that tomorrow I might have a test a in test, two days. Mm. I have to stay Nail up. as well. And exactly. And get that distinction in order for my mom to still be pleased with me to continue with this program. So, yeah. And I've been dancing for it like over 10 years now. Wow. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. I've got two gentlemen in the studio. Before I throw it to them, I just want to know what kind of dance do you do? Like this days, like I say, and then there was one squasa. Back in my days, there was a toilata. Just how (laughs) that's how old I am. You know, what kind of dance do you do? Is it a specific? Is there a specific uh, dance uh, move that you do or you just uh, jerk off? old trends when it comes to dancing uh honestly my first uh, the first style that i was really good at i think growing up when i was younger they used to make fun of me mm-hmm. so that was my thing mm-hmm. <laughs> it was my thing and the thing is i i ju- it felt so natural to me so that mm. was like my dance my key dance but when i started training my first you know love this genre was hip-hop okay I became obsessed. Uh, yeah, ah, ah, <laughs> that's trap. Okay. I'm more. Yeah, no, I'm not a screw, but okay. <laughs> but hip hop became a very 
uh, it became a culture for me. I mean, you see now with even the way I dress, the way, you know, I, I became a very hip-hop child. And I loved to, like, you know, see the likes of, like, example, you know, Aliyah, Ciara. They were really cool moguls for me in, in terms of dancing that I was like, okay, cool. I'd like to be like you. You're, you're oh. very cool. Yeah, so I was a very... I was a very cool person, <laughs> very cool, cool hip hop child. But and then I embarked into contemporary. Contemporary is now everybody's like the splits, mm. you know. Point. Uh, I d- wasn't a fan of ballet, so I didn't want to do it. With everything in me, I was really against it. But not because um, it's not a beautiful dance or whatever. But I felt like it restricted me so much. So I went into contemporary, I went into jazz, I started doing spuja, and then, you know, dance hall became, um, you know, part of me as well. So from mm. dancing, I think all these other genres just started to come out um, and, and it became a very uh, lovely foundation for me to become this different person in the different genres. Wow. Uh, yeah. Absolutely incredible indeed. We're going to take a nice quick ad break. Uh, and uh, when we come back, we will continue with this lovely conversation with Bukamusa. And she is amazing. I can't wait for her to dance for us. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. You're listening to Hope Alive. The Alabaster Box is proud to offer affordable, oil-based imported fragrances from Dubai. Because of the quality oil used in all our products, our fragrances represent pure Arabic affluence, pure class, and pure distinction. They provide you with all-day unmatched, long-lasting presence and unique scents, giving you confidence in business and social interactions alike. Why wait? Gift yourself and your loved ones with the Dubai imported fragrances for both men and women, starting from only 450 Rand a bottle. For more information, contact us on 082-602-0740. When you eat meat, it must feel like driving along the garden road or driving up and down the meandering Makhubaskluf mountain road. That's the feeling you only get when you eat meat from Morangi Premium Meat. Our meat is spotless and second to none. Come on, mesmerize your taste buds with our premium meat, which is goat meat or chevron. For your home consumption and events, Morangi Premium Meat is your answer. Call us now on 072-973-6356. Morangi Premium Meat. We are inspired by excellence. The time is 16.28 and we are here having a lovely conversation about Kamuso, a young lady who has decided to pursue her dreams when other people are becoming accountants only to find out they hate the jobs. Other people are becoming lawyers and they're thinking, oh my, oh, why did I get myself into? But she has decided with everything that is in her, she will pursue the dream of becoming a dancer and the arts, you name it. She's going all out. Now, I'm quite interested in the fact of how you got discovered. Uh, a long time ago, I once heard, I haven't taken the time to go back to verify the story, but uh, Chris Brown was actually discovered at, uh, at a filling station. You know, So he was singing in a filling station, and then people fell in love with him. and was like, ah, this is the guy. And today we have the Chris Brown that we have. You've been attending a lot of competitions. You know, Can you just highlight how you got discovered to find yourself now making your way to the USA? Um, okay, so basically, I got, uh, we got an email. 
at first I used to audition outside of um, dancing, you know, for acting roles mm-hmm. and stuff. So I have been on a few adverts, etc. Mm-hmm. Because I started to realize that acting is really something I enjoy. Yeah. Um, so how I got discovered, basically, I went to, we received an email from... Um, 33 and Me agency, and they mentioned that there is a showcase coming up. And honestly, it's so random. I think this just w- this is just one of the things that make me believe in God even more mm-hmm. because it wasn't a uh, you know we're looking for it. It literally just came into my mom's inbox, and she told me about it. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I was so discouraged in terms of where I'm trying to go with this dancing thing. I was mm-hmm. I was not sure who I am anymore, um, what is what is coming next for Bukamoso, you know? And so when this came, um, I was in a very, very sad, you know, point in terms of my dancing career and my acting career. But yeah. then I just decided to go. My mom pushed me because she's one person who, it's funny, she, she does not check on my homeworks and stuff, but she will check on, are you practicing? She mm. will check on, are you going to training? Are you mm-hmm. keeping up with your training programs? And that was just the type of person that she was with me. And then I went to the uh, IATS showcase where the likes of Nate Butler, um, you know, LCB, um, Linden, and um, Tyler Perry's executive um, casting director, mm-hmm. you know, they were all there to basically watch me showcase my talent. Yeah. And from then on, I was actually shocked. I was not aware that AMDA College... Um, which is one of the best performing arts schools in the USA, um, was in the crowd. And they were actually ready to give out scholarships that evening. So we were not aware. We were just called uh, because actually our callbacks were only given to us the day after. So you showcase. And if you get a yes from all the judges, there were seven judges, from all the judges, that's when you'll be able to have the opportunity to go to New York for this uh, convention to meet up with the likes of Tyler Perry Studios, Mm. New York Film Academy, Warner Bros. Studios, Universal Studios, etc., etc. We're going to miss you, girl. Uh, I'll miss you, (laughs) (laughs) Um, So it basically became, yeah, like I said, the callback was only later, so you have to wait. I mean, they'll tell you, if we call you at 2 a.m. in the morning and you did not answer, we move to the next person. So you stay, you know, on your phone the whole time. So I... Long story short, yeah, the Amdam College was in the um, crowd, and then they called us. They called us all, and they spoke to us, and they told us um, that no, they're gonna give us scholarships. They're gonna give people scholarships today. So obviously, you're not sure if you're gonna your number's gonna be called. Is your name gonna be called? But then they called for the four-year program to go study dance theater at Amda College in LA, and my name mm. and number was called. Wow. And that was And and that was that moment, you know, that was that time for me where it was really genuinely a shift and a total three sixty in my life from then on. Mm. So that is how I got to be able to be spotted for this. Incredible. <laughs> what time did they call you? They called me I think it was I will never forget. Quarter past one in the morning. I'm curious, like, how did you handle that? Like, were you had you decided that you're gonna stay up the whole week until they call? No, because okay, so my audition was actually on the Saturday, yeah, and so they said they're gonna call you uh Sunday, Sunday in the morning, and actually, Sunday. 
later, you know, in the day, you have to be at the callback session. <laughs> so I'm sitting there at first, ten, I, I go to the room, like, <laughs> you have to make sure, you know, yeah. and she's there, she's like, oh, I got to a prayer for midnight. Like, <laughs> I can't be staying up, you know, yeah. and I'm there like, you know what, fine, I put your number two, but it's okay. I'll stay up. That, and then I prayed. I was like, Holy Spirit, I'm tired. Like, <laughs> I'm really tired, please. And then I remember just telling him, I'm like, Holy Spirit, wake me up. Like, make me so sensitive to my phone that mm. I will wake up. And mm-hmm. literally, when they called, it didn't ring. Because even when they're on, they're like, wow, you didn't even let us, you know, you know, <laughs> yeah, let the phone wait, ring. I'm yeah. like, no, for what? <laughs> <laughs> and then they mentioned, they're like, well, we'd like to congratulate you. You have been chosen to go. To, and I was like, yes, my nigga. <laughs> we are in, yeah, and then I was just really excited. I see you're already like you're already in the states. Like, hey, right. nigga, what's up? Girl, <laughs> my I, <laughs> I can imagine how the accent got changed. They keep making fun of me when it comes to the accent change. <laughs> no, it comes. It comes naturally. You know, it is what it is. So I'm quite curious though. You mentioned something very deep, and I think this is something that a lot of people tend to ignore, and we are seeing it happening in our country. We're seeing it happening even overseas where a lot of artists are finding themselves killing themselves and hurting themselves, you know, and uh, I want to find out from you in terms of uh, uh, the pain and the challenges, because you mentioned that there was a time where you were discouraged. You felt like this is not for you. How did you get over that? How did you overcome that? Um, yeah, it is very deep and it is something that I have spoken about my family, my chosen family, my great mm-hmm. friends. And one of the things for me is the moment that I got discouraged, something that I mentioned, I'm like, I've been depressed when it comes to this. Yeah. And what got me out, my mom always says, you cannot medicate a spiritual disease mm-hmm. with f- like physical, you know, medications sure. and theories and um, ways of doing things. So, I always knew that uh, I don't know. I can't. I can't find myself. You know, uh, example, cutting myself. I can't find myself doing that because it is inside. Yeah. Inside, I'm dying. And what is next for me? And it's as simple as waking up and putting on a gospel song yeah. that day, and just being like, Lord, I don't know what to do. I don't know wow. what's next for me. Incredible. Um. And for me, I always mention that this thing is so deep and it's so spiritual. Mm-hmm. You need to find yourself in the Lord's presence. Yeah. You are just a creation. Mm-hmm. Everyone else you're going to talk to is a creation, but True. the creator mm. is the person oh, who yeah. is going to do with the creation. Yeah, and we need to find ourselves not only just going to therapy, but I think therapy needs to get to a point where it's not just psychological anymore. Yeah. We are now dealing with what are you feeling? Are you filled up? Mm. Some of our cups are so empty mm. and we're running on empty yeah. and we expect to make it to the next day on empty. Mm. Hence why people will what? Commit suicide, mm. kill themselves because they are on empty. Yeah. They're not being filled up by anything. And so my you know, testimony is that genuinely finding yourself around, even uh, surrounded by people who know God will get you, you know, out of that place. It really builds your character as a person and you know that whatever that comes your way, I know how to navigate because my father is with me. 
Mm-hmm. Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> hey, when you deal with the spirit, man, I love that. I love that. It kind of takes care of everything else. Okay. It makes you whole. Now, um, just to move on here, you're young. You're yeah. 17 for today. For today. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So, <laughs> so, as young as you are, I mean, I've met so many teenagers who are confused about life. They don't know where to go next, what to do next. Uh, They are so confused. But here you are. You've got your mindset. You know exactly what you want. How did that come about? What were the contributions there? Is it because maybe of your parents? Or is it because of the the way you feel that just God created you that way and it was just easy, came naturally, it's innate? Um, You know, everybody keep saying dancing is such a, you know, uh, a loud talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, acting is such a loud talent. What about our silent talents? What about the ones that are, you know, they're so quiet. They're so miniature. We don't know what we can do. We don't know if, you know, this is us. Is it even a talent? Is it a skill? Yeah. All those questions. And um, for me, number one, your purpose, right? Yeah. Um, it goes, it boils down to that question. What is my purpose here on earth? If I'm going to, I mean, <laughs> I was watching a movie, you know, and it's basically spoke about, uh, somebody mentioned that Kendrick Lamar is too ambitious. <laughs> and they're like, why? They're like, no, he's too ambitious because he expects the whole world, you know, to save the world. You know, he expects mm-hmm. everyone to play a role in being this hero or heroine in making the world a better place. And yeah. this character mentioned that he's too ambitious for me. It guilt trips me as a person. And I wondered... Um, Okay, if it's it's too ambitious and all of that, but now, I mean, why were you here? Like, why are you here? Why were you created? Why did mm. God then speak to you and and say, ah, it's time for you to go? My mom always says I chose her. She didn't choose me. Yeah. <laughs> she said I was in heaven. I was like, yeah, can I go? Oh, like yeah. you know what I'm saying. But it's that thing of God places you in positions, situations, be, not for your glory, for yeah. His glory, sure. and that means that there is an intention. God does not do things for fun. He knows that at the end of the day, this is who you need to become. Definitely. Right? And so for me, dancing was a hobby, according to people. Mm -hmm. I had been bashed. You're never going to get paid for it. Mm -hmm. You're never going to make it with dancing. Never. Especially hip-hop. Exactly. Especially hip-hop. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Like, wow. How? How about God? It's not even a serious thing. You're just going to end up doing an office job, doing whatever, doing whatever. And then that's when... Again, Lord, what do you want to do with yeah. me? That needs to be your question. And I keep telling people, I'm like, don't forget that when you are speaking to God, it is not a monologue, it's a dialogue. Yeah. You need to wait for a response. You need to wait for him. And I'm one person who always says, God, I'm not going to do it until you confirm with three people because then a matter is established. Mm. So on, I waited. This child. I honestly love that <laughs> her ground and the relationship yeah. that she has Born. with God. It's so amazing. Yeah. For a young person... In nowadays, currently, it's mm. so amazing. May God honestly cover you. I am just only wonder about that. You be established, since you are. When you are leading the number, I can look Until God, you have said it, then I will move. It's yeah. established. Yeah. yeah, a matter is is established, and so. Even with me, I keep saying yes. There's dancing and acting. I'm definitely going to embark, you know, on this journey, but. I'm still going to go into politics. Mm. I'm still going to fight. I'm still going to speak. Yeah. So everyone sees the dancing and, and yeah. acting, but no one sees what, what I'm, I've am i been confirmed on actually mm. 
that is politics. I That is definitely what it is. And that was my confirmation first before dancing. Yeah. Um, that was before, I, when I was very young, you know, a young pastor prayed over me and he said, this child, you need to watch because this child is about to be you know, a politician. Yeah. Mm. My mom just wrote it down in her diary, but she never told, told me you. why. Oh, she wanted to see what mm. I was going to become mm. without her telling me. Mm. And the movies I watch, the likes of any movie that has <laughs> to do with, you know, racism, yeah. uh, police brutality, you know, that mm. is like my favorite mm. movies. And she never understood, but she watched. Yeah. Wow. She continued to watch. Then she saw public speaking and she watched. Yeah. And from then on, I think... Another vital thing that's coming to my mind right now is that parents, God speaks to you first as mm. well. He mm. speaks to you first and the, the seed that you plant in your child, I promise yeah. you it will grow. Mm. For as long as you're in the closet praying upon that seed, yeah. that Lord water it without my doing, without my power. Yeah. Let it be you doing the thing. Let it be you growing her to become what you want her to be. And so my purpose, politics, my purpose, dancing, my purpose, yeah. acting. And in everything, I will be able to tell whatever story God wants me to tell through them. I love that. A beautiful combination. So I'm guessing yeah. you've watched When They See Us. Of course. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> of course. Definitely. Uh, but so what I want to find out from you is who are the people that inspire you? Be it politically, you know, artistically. Who are these people that you draw a source of inspiration from? You look at them, you're like, I'm going there. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so, um, somebody who inspires me is T.D. Jakes. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. T.D. Jakes is a legend for yeah. me. In business, yeah. you know, uh, when it comes to the word, he is so in tune. Mm. Um, you know, he teaches me so much, like emotional intelligence. Yeah. Something that somebody will say, we have a seminar speaking about this, but in him just speaking. He will teach you so much outside of just the Bible. Yeah. So I really look up to T.D. Jakes. Um, I look up to Barack Obama. He's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> He's just so cool because he knows how to navigate in terms of this is this is a dangerous field. This is a dangerous decision. Yeah. This is something so big. This is, you know, this is so brutal in our economy. This is so brutal in the world that we live in. But he finds a way to be the calm in the storm. I love it. And for me, that is something that I look forward to in terms of being able to speak at such a calm tone, yeah. understanding that as much as everything is so chaotic, my response is powerful. Mm -hmm. So I need to, you know, hold it and give it out with so much respect and dignity, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so, yeah, the likes of uh, Barack Obama, of course, and definitely I love, love, love Taraji P. Henson. Ah, oh, come on now. Taraji on is... Now amazing taraji yeah. is just amazing she's outstanding, she's outstanding. Yeah. um from from the way that she deals with current affairs mm -hmm. you know through her name mm -hmm. to just and healing people mm -hmm. um which is something that is really deep down on my heart taraji literally she is living a life that for me genuinely i would really love to live you yeah. know um the way that god had planned it for me and my mother my mother inspires me. I would me. be surprised if you left that oh, out. No. <laughs> <laughs> My mother inspires me. She's a wise, mm -hmm. wise, wise woman. Yeah. Um, a woman of valor, as she continues to say. She yeah. says, you better be a woman of valor. Yeah. So she is a woman of valor. She is 
the woman that I always used to. I never knew that I'd actually try to level up with my mom. Mm. I'm like, she's studying again. Okay, I have to have how many degrees by the time <laughs> I'm done, by the time yeah. I'm her age? Because my mom can literally decide today that, okay, I'm doing interior design. I'm going to wow. do law. Okay, I'm going to do whatever. And she will finish it. Wow. And she will do well in it. And I don't yeah. understand. I'm like, what? what is this? But this woman is so outstanding in the way that she is. And I love her so much because she is... I love comedy and I never yeah. knew why I love comedy because my mom is hilarious. <laughs> so for me, um, my therapy um, is comedy and I realized that actually my therapy is my mom too yeah. without even realizing. So definitely, um, you know, those are people that I really do uh, look up to and, and I really hope one day, I mean, two some bed you. Uh-huh. What? Yeah. She's she the one. She just She's doing that thing. She is literally <laughs> what my cousin literally sent me a screenshot today. She's like this will be you when Tisa Mbedu yeah. was holding her Beautiful. trophy yeah. and she's like this will be you so soon and I was like well thank you Lord I receive ah, you know Hallelujah. <laughs> you know but it's those people that you just like thank you so much for being um you know the person that you are yeah last but not least this is yeah i've listened to his story i've listened to how far he's come and i've paid attention to what he says tyler perry Perry. tyler perry speaks Mm -hmm. and so many people you know have so many opinions about his movies and how they just you know it's just going in circles going in circles Mm -hmm. but for me i find so much out of it i'm such a movie critique so immediately i can tell and pick up on so many new things so many things that he's developing where this pain comes from because i went and i dug up his story and because of that now when i see how he moves it speaks to me it speaks to my every move. And now yeah. when I make a calculated move, I'm like, what would Tyler Perry do? Mm-hmm. How would he do this? How yeah. would he want this to be delivered? If he was mm-hmm. to accept me, what would I be giving to him that would fit to what he is already doing? Mm. So, wow. yeah, definitely those people in a nutshell really do inspire Thank me. Thank you so much for that. Let's oh. just acknowledge the listeners before we, uh, we come to you, Mr. X. Let's just acknowledge the listeners that are tuning in. We've got Tato all the way uh, from Northwest. She is saying, uh, hi, family. What a great, inspiring show. Thank you for the speaker. Very powerful. Wow, wow, wow. Powerful girl. Continue nurturing that gift. More young people are waiting for you. That's Tato in Northwest. Um, Eunice is greeting us and she's saying, I'm loving the conversation at Bokamo. So, shoo! I'm specialist. Understanding what you want in life. Go and shine, dear. Go and shine indeed. Ah, listeners for listening. So now, um, you know, as I'm listening, you mentioning uh, people that you look up to. If I would be asked about Lisa, who are the people that you're looking up to? I'll say, um, forgive me, I'm not incredible. And people like, hey, bo, are you for real? Do you have any future? Like, hey, bo, I'm dead, I'm you know, and you're mentioning people who are really, really awesome. So now I know it's quite, if you can see, if you can look at it, it it's quite little, but I think it's it's not uh, the importance of naming your child. Uh, your child is your your name is Bukamoso, and we are seeing that uh, God is opening more doors for you. Uh, so now, you just just a bit, if you can tell us the importance of naming someone, and the name follows or the person follows uh, their name. 
Um, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> it's funny because it's a conversation we always have in my family. We always have with my friends is your name. You know, uh, I have a beautiful sister of mine. Um, her name is Akani, right? And that is spelled, right? And if you listen to her and listen to anything that she says, she's building someone, building an idea, building a home, building, she's building. In everything that she, she builds, she's built so much of my character, you know, by being herself that for me, I'm like, oh, Akani, you are Akani. And it's so important, it's so vital to name your child and, and to really, you know, pray up upon it be, while the child is still in your womb. With this child, you know, um, to to what what explosion? What do you want from this child? And everywhere I go, even when I speak and um, people find out about my story and where I'm trying to go, etc. Uh, etc. Et they always like, wow, your name. And my parents get galavora for naming me Bokamuso because next at the be or not to go Bokamuso Balat a home. Be Kimoso later on in the Kimel Lash Kemer, yeah, yeah. You know, what? and and to think I mean I have I have three names and one of them also is Garavo. Yeah. And Ansa. And um you know, and I'm like, and Ansa Yaman, like, you know, mm. and, and it's just like some people have literally come and be like, yo, dude, you're you're an answered prayer. You know, I never knew I needed somebody like this in my life. I never knew I needed whatever. I never knew I needed whatever. But you gave. And you became that answered prayer. And with that being said, it speaks so much volume in your child's life that it is that seed that is really just going to keep germinating and growing. Your name is already the foundation to carry on the legacy. Yeah, who you are as an individual. So it is very vital. And parents, think about the names of your children. <laughs> he will be constantly crying. Constantly. So now, um, so uh, another thing is uh, the importance of uh, parents supporting uh, their children in whatever decision they take. You know, there are parents who will say, if you're not an engineer, I will not I will be out of your, your life. If you're not a medical doctor, I won't pay your fees. So if whatever, for instance, you wouldn't go, as a black child, you wouldn't go to your parents and say, I don't want to be a comedian. <laughs> like, really? Hi, bo, will you make a living out of that? Uh, well, I want to be a comedian. You wouldn't say that. But parents, like black parents, you will be a teacher, you will be a nurse or a doctor or anything that will germinate money. So the importance of... Uh, parents supporting their uh, their children in embarking in, in anything they want um honestly for me i realized that your parents need to find themselves um standing with their children too many children are depressed about their careers yeah too many children are depressed about where they want to be because they really don't know i mean they look at this world outside of, outside of high school what they've known for so long and they're like this is too big for me I don't know where to go. I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to navigate, but I love to draw. I'm so good at it. And yeah. I know that I could make money. I mean, they even have artists that inspire them. And it's it's like, okay, this child took their time out of, you know, just watching Netflix and Showmax to go and research artists, to go and pay attention to the type of, you know, canvas they need, the type of whatever. Clearly, this is something that they really want to do. 
when your child puts their mind to something, especially if this is something that they enjoy and they love to do, best believe they're going to work at it. Yeah. Now imagine when their parent is behind them, how much they're going to work because every child wants to make their parent proud. Like, I want my mom to be proud. I want my father to be proud. So immediately when you're like, I'm there for you. Right. You want to do this? Give me a plan. My mom literally told me, she's like, you want to take a gap year? Why? I didn't even say I want to take a gap year. She's just like, do you want to take a gap year? I'm like, I don't know, maybe. And she's like, okay, cool. Why? What are we going to do in, during that gap year? What are we doing? And some children don't even have the luxury or yes. even the opportunity for the parents to say, take a gap year. Yeah. Take a gap year so that you can figure it out. We can figure it out together. And my mom will shout at me for the smallest things. We need to do this. We need to whatever. But it's still aligned with my art. It's still aligned with aligned with my grind. Mm. You know, it's still aligned with where I'm trying to go in terms of, you know, the artist that I am. So for me, it's genuinely a building block. It's it's really those bricks being put together to build you as an empire. Your parent needs to be behind you. It changes so much in terms of your perspective and your navigation to where you because that guidance is very vital in your life. Oh, well, that's great. And I hear that you are your mother's best friend or your mother is your best friend because you've been mentioning her and sent about mama this probably even still because so um, does your mother have um, power in you choosing your friends? Because now uh, you know where you're going, you know where you're heading, and your family supports you. So do they have a word and say, uh uh, mm -mm, leave that girl. Leave that girl because that girl will bring boys. Because th there are there are there are children who you see that ah ah if you try alone. So do do they have that power in you choosing your, your friends wisely? Um yes, definitely. But my mom has never chosen friends for me. Uh, she's never even made a comment about that child is stoji, that child is whatever. No, she'll see it, uh, but she waits for something to happen and for me to come to her. Hey, mama, I, <laughs> mama, I didn't see, you know. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she'll wait for me to say that and then she'll just say, okay, so what do you want to do? And then that's when she'll say, okay, then make the necessary decision for yourself. Like, um, make it happen. But my mom has always taught me never to write anyone off. Um, so even with friends, um, they can be friends who have, you know, hurt me a million times. And it's, some will call it stupidity, but I'm such a forgiving person because of my mother. And um, in me forgiving, yes, it does not necessarily mean we'll be the bestest of friends again. But uh, I understand that, you know, there will be a time where and because of Beliaga and the person that my mom has raised, many have come back to me to say, I'm not okay, this and this and this. And if I had written them off uh, because of my pain, because, oh, then I don't think I would be living in my true purpose, you know, as God's servant. So... In that being said, my father, on the other hand, he he's very interesting. He's very open to a lot of things. I mean, if I was to tell my dad that, Papa, you know, I took a shot, my dad would be like, uh, okay, who are you around? Oh no! Wow, <laughs> yo, how that that was awesome, Sam. My mother would say, uh, please bring that plate. It's an elephant. <laughs> no, my dad would be like, who are you around? And what was going on? What made you do that? But 
my dad always says, you know, I wonder, like, when God decided to give me to me, what is going on? Because I don't drink, I don't smoke, I, I've never had an interest, I hate it. In fact, because of what I've seen in my family and how, what alcohol can do to you. So for me, even if, you know, I have friends who drink, but never did I judge them. But the moment they come to me and they're like, I'm so, I don't want to smoke anymore. I'm that friend. Once you say that to me, if I see you holding, you know, a cigarette or a joint, I'm kicking it out of your hand. And they'll get angry with me. I'm like, but you said it to me. So I'm not going to sit here and tolerate what you already want to change and just say, okay, no, it's cute. So my mom really, she's never been that person and she's so accepting. But I make sure that my friends, all my friends, most the important friends, <laughs> come to her and meet her and most of um, my friends would be like mother of all nations you know that's what they'll call my mom because there'll be times where people come to my house not for me to mm. come and talk to my mom like mama I get sharp. and they'll be like mama I, I you know example I broke my virginity I will never tell my mother that <laughs> me personally <laughs> no you know but I'll see that she is that person. You know, she is that for my mom is very when it comes to me, she's she's quite she's strict and level headed. But at the same time, um for me, I'm very appreciative of it. And uh she's never stopped me from doing anything, but she's always been a person who um the word she'll always go back to the word. My mom can shout and shout, but if she opens scripture for some reason, that teaching she always says that teaching will be way more powerful than what I say. Yeah. Wow. You know? Beautiful. And so, yeah, that's where my conviction will come. Beautiful. Be beautiful. Awesome. We're talking to Bokamo, so the lady that got a four-year scholarship, uh, you know, to study dance, performing arts at AMDA, that is in early. We're talking about uh, the selection, her being selected from a production uh, that has got Tyler Perry. The, I'm telling you, the next uh, production of Tyler Perry, she's she's she, she, she's in. She's probably inside. Bontle B, she's saying Dumelang, your Bokamo so is, is so well spoken indeed that's true shoot girl I don't know you but just listening to you I'm drawn and it's people like you that remind me that there is hope in our generation keep up the good work wow Bokamo so one minute oh, let me just sin, uh, read another one a plus four three number international gay proud of you Boka from Austria thank you so much uh, for connecting with us all the way from uh, Austria I'm giving you third seconds how are you excited how are you feeling about this journey and what can you give to a young person who is saying ish dancing ish probably cooking ish doing her you know what's that word of encouragement that you can give to a young person 30 seconds don't stop <laughs> don't stop don't stop don't stop um keep going keep building your character keep building your brand let it be known to yourself that every time you walk out of the house you are that person you want to be so if you're that dancer if you're that actress if you're that uh stylist i mean keep going uh briefly even i started my own business of creating a hair product and now everywhere i go my natural hair is out why because i want everyone to be like oh what do you use so make sure that you make a statement in whatever you 
you wear, wherever you go, you speak about what you want to do. Speak about it, speak about it, speak about it. No one will know about you if you're quiet. No one will know about what you want to do if you're quiet. So continue. Uh, yeah, receive, um, speak to people who are also in that industry. Follow, research, 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 and find out more about what you can do about your talent. Indeed, the drive time wishes you all the best. We're looking forward to seeing your great works when you are in LA, United States, making moves. We're really, really so sure that you're going to make South Africa proud and all the young people are so proud of you. Maybe also one second. Yeah, you, you you can be long, but I need one second. Tell people your 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 social handle so that young people that are listening to you can follow you and see your great works. Okay. Um so briefly you can follow me on bokamoso.latahomo um on Instagram and then on Twitter I'm bokalat. Yeah, B O K A L A T. That's me on in, uh, on Twitter. So yeah, that is briefly that. And then uh, for those who we didn't mention this in the interview, but basically, um, I am trying to raise money to leave. So those who do want to basically just put in a bid from their pockets and just help, you can uh, get me on this number. I'll give you two numbers. Um, the first is zero eight one four nine one four one nine two, which is Mpo. I'll just repeat it, 081-491-4192. The next number is 073-1941777. You can get us there for those who do or are able to just help a little bit, and we will give you further details. Thank you. Not propose. Help, please. Don't help. send a voice note. <laughs> help. <laughs> yeah. The time is 17.15, and we just uh, had a lovely, lovely interview with uh, uh, Bukamuso Latahomu. Absolutely wonderful indeed. And remember that she is uh, making her way to America. She got a whole sponsorship, scholarship, you know. So she's also fundraising if there are people who'd like to support her. It doesn't add, listen, even if it's a grand, I think it'll go a long way. Whatever it is that you feel you want to give towards her, you know, be one of those people that helps another person achieve their dream. And I think that's an incredible thing. And you can even do it in such a way, understanding that uh, you're not looking for her to pay you back, but you're just uh, being a blessing to a child that you know is gifted and could go places that other people have never gone. So be sure that you support her in that area. Absolutely beautiful indeed. You can connect with us on our WhatsApp line zero six seven one five three one zero eight nine. If you do need uh, the details uh, towards where you can uh, send uh, uh, the funds, and we can connect you with them, you can speak to them directly. Uh, because account number So yeah, we'll, we'll definitely do that. We will get you sorted. Absolutely beautiful indeed. You're listening to Hope Alive, your number one online Christian radio station.